702. You can call us on 011-883-0702. 18 minutes after 8 o'clock and uh, we have the conversation at this point with the General Secretary of uh, the uh, the Communications Workers Union. Uh, and uh, that is Aubrey Chabalala. He's my guest. Uh, Aubrey, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Good evening, Aubrey, and to the listeners, thanks for having us. Isn't it weird when you call somebody Aubrey, Aubrey? (laughs) 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 It just always feels so weird. Anyway, let's do this thing, my brother. So you have uh, called for a meeting with the people at Multi-Choice for Wednesday, and I suppose this is following the announcement that they'll be going into negotiations with over 2,000 workers at Multi-Choice to sort of uh, negotiate um, the process of retrenching uh, uh, the, the people that we're talking about. What is the purpose of your meeting? Well, firstly, we, we have established uh, a relationship with uh, Multi-Choice. Uh, we, we started uh, with uh, the was retrenchment uh, planned at the Supersport, which we successfully defended jobs uh, through our intervention in the previous year. So when we are invited to a meeting which is in line with Section 189 uh, that is coming this Friday, we felt that it's important that we engage the executive of multi-choice at a strategic level because the reasons that they put forward was not of the uh, company not doing well in terms of finances, but it was in relation to a new technology, the consumer behavior and so forth. So we felt that it is not a really substantial um, um, reason to cut uh, such a huge number of workers. Uh, that is our background in relation to this meeting and uh, we are happy that we have secured that meeting. Sure. What are you going to be um, proposing to them? I suppose they will argue that, uh, guys, we have a very, very serious um, uh, obligation not only to the workers of this company but to the shareholders of this company to continue to make the profits that we've been talking about. I think they made, what, 18 billion rands in this last financial year, which is nice for for people who are shareholders. Uh, But I understand that we are talking here about jobs. Uh, Are they not going to argue that in order for us to, to keep multi-choice as a viable business, we have to make certain decisions, and some of them are hard. So what are you going to be saying that is going to make business sense for a business, uh, but also... Uh, business sense for people that whose jobs you're trying to defend? Yes, uh, firstly, you, you, uh, multi-choice have made so much money uh, in the previous year because of these workers. That's the first point, starting point. Uh, and the two, it, it has to be informed uh, through a research what they are talking about and envisaging the future as what is going to happen because what they are talking about is not a current development because if it was a current development obviously they wouldn't have made such uh, margins in terms of profit we think that this is influenced purely by uh, them uh, being listed at Johannesburg ex- uh, stock exchange and that is followed by what we know uh, at all costs but uh, what is important and we have looked at this many other companies of course we are approaching the the, the fourth industrial with the digital economy, future of works, uh, internet of things, and all of that. We are saying that all companies are responsible to make business sense, to develop their workers and upskill them so that they are prepared and they are equipped enough to have tools to be able to be absorbed into the future of work. <coughs> so it's very important and it's a fundamental 
reason that we have to engage uh, multi-choice. But having said all of that, mm. multi-choice has enjoyed monopoly in South Africa. Uh, it's in the backbone of the consumers. They talk about those consumers, it's me and you. And uh, they cannot talk on our behalf and tell us that we are no longer happy with the service that they are giving us. I think it should be a, a coordinated work. And uh, we command a serious um, uh, number of workers uh, from COSA to the Communist Party, the ANC, which is our, our, our alliance. If we can mobilize that to withdraw from multi-choice and make a significant impact. So we want to engage at the level that they will understand us and make sure that we defend this job. There are a number of ways we can work around it. So you're threatening them with your numbers, similarly to similar to what um, that guy's name, Steve Hoffmeyer, is doing for his particular issue. Uh, is there perhaps a, not a different way of approaching this matter that is collaborative, that is less toxic, um, uh, Aubrey? Well, well, I agree with you. Perhaps uh, maybe we, we sound like we are threatening, but what we are basically saying is that South Africans are consumers. And uh, for, for multi-choice to continue to strive, particularly in South Africa, now it has made inroads in Africa and across uh, 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 in, in, in um, uh, Middle East. For it to strive in South Africa, it you have to make to work within a country where the economy is viable. Mm. Retrenching 2,000 workers in an army of over 9 million worker, people unemployed who are still seeking for employment because those who are no longer looking for employment are not counted. That is obviously regressing the developments that the economy of the country is making, and therefore it will in near future make a negative impact. But we have to go beyond that. There's other problems of the OTTs, like your Netflix and others, which are having a negative impact on multi-choice and even conventional broadcasters. We have said that there's a need for us to join forces with multi-choice as well to go to government and ECAS and look at the regulation so that there could be a, 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 a way of making sure that we protect the conventional broadcasters yeah. as and when they move into the, this dynamic of uh, digital broadcasting. And that will enable us both, labor and business, to strive. But if, if we're going to... Harsh, to be harsh on each other, obviously, is not mm. going to be a fruit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, ultimately, uh, I suppose you are going to wield the carrot and stick approach. You are going to uh, have an approach that is perhaps collaborative. But, of course, if they don't see things your way, then you will be having this other ace up your sleeve, which is the stick approach. Let me ask you this question, Aubrey. Um, the fact that multi-choice has made a profit to the value of, what, 18 billion rands. Yeah. And the fact that you guys are rightfully saying that uh, this is not due to the bad performance of the workers who are facing retrenchment at the moment. What are you proposing technically for multi-choice? In other words, what are, what are you proposing to them to do in order, one, to save these jobs, but also remain profitable as a business that is uh, that has been doing so well. That's why we, we've said to them, for us to just go into the meeting that is regulated in terms of the Act Section 189 on Friday, it, it will be us trailing where the angels will trade. So we said that let's have this strategic meeting. The first point that we want to understand is based on their research. Their research will inform us why are they coming up with these reasons. And after that, we have to create a path for both of us 
to enable us to look at the future that they, they, they obviously projected and say how best can we therefore develop these workers. If it goes to a, to a time, we'll therefore go back to workers and give a feedback and get a mandate on how to deal with this thing. One of the areas when they've earlier agreed with us in the past year is to allow bursaries training of workers and so forth. We have to look into that, how far it has gone. Has these people... Uh, um, are marketable, are going to get jobs as soon as possible in this space of environment. Those are the areas that we are going to look into. But the, the primary primary um, uh, objective of a trade union is to make sure that we first defend jobs. But we're going to open minded objectively so that we are able to make sure... So basically you guys are going on a fact-finding mission. You're not necessarily going to be um, giving them any... Um, operational advice in terms of how they can run their business such that it uh, makes sure that uh, no jobs are lost? Well, when we do, it's been part and parcel of the uh, workshops around the 4IR. We have a number of uh, um, um, proposals that we've made. It's just that some I cannot say it on air because obviously they will be saying mm. that you have told these issues on air. It's about business. You have, uh, if we take the strategies already known and so forth. So we, we, we're obviously not going to say it on air. But obviously, going into that meeting, we have our proposal. But also our proposal will also be challenged by whatever the research that they've done. So we have done equally the work of doing the research around that, particularly on call centers and the work in uh, call centers, just like it's been done in Europe. Some may argue, Aubrey, with respect, that uh, people such as yourselves, the um, Communications Workers Union, are reactive. Uh, That you have not been in the process of making sure for your constituency that works for multi-choice, that multi-choice is actually engaged in capacity building uh, processes, that you have not been um, appropriately engaged in making sure that people are being skilled in a way that is going to make sure that even if retrenchments were to come as it appears that they may be coming, that you have not been there in the process of making sure that people's livelihoods are protected uh, in a way that is part of making sure that uh, uh, that you are aware of the threats that the fourth inv- industrial uh, uh, revolution is is posing on workers, that you are only jumping into the situation now that an announcement is made, that you should have been a part of the process as people who really care for your constituencies. How do you respond to that? No, um, I'm glad to inform you that in the past month we were at the workshop um, uh, dealing with these particular issues. I think, if I'm not mistaken, two months ago we were working with uh, multi-choice with our shop stewards at the workshop uh, talking about these issues and also strategizing. Unfortunately, they did not raise this issue that they are raising today. So at that point in time, we are saying that how best to work around with the company in dealing with the trajectory of the future and so forth. So we've been in the forefront. It's just that uh, as a trade union movement, we are not in a marketing business. We are not uh, in a contest so that we say everything that we do. Yeah. And we, we work very close with our, our members in terms of that. And uh, also... It's a responsibility of all of us, including the workers themselves, 
uh, when we call this workshop to avail themselves in such a thing and that also to, to be part and parcel of the program that it works. Sometimes uh, it's because of the environment and the hours that our people are working in those call centers, uh, making sure that the um, multi-choice becomes successful as it is today. They don't find a space of going to such workshops and then perhaps not being priority. But those are the things that we need to work to. So I'm saying as Communication Workers Union, we've been in the forefront. We have done what we, we can do in terms of uh, making sure that we try to save jobs, not only at the, at the, at the multi-choice itself, but a number of other companies that we are servicing. We have uh, proposed, if you recall, around the SAPC retrenchment, we have said to the minister, there is a need for skills audit. After skills audit, we need to do the reskilling of our people. So it's something that we preach throughout and it's something that we are pushing yeah. for. What, what, what are your prospects for success on Wednesday? Well, firstly, we, the prospects for suspects, we say that the approach of multi-choice should be halted. We, we think that we, we, we have all the proposals that can make multi-choice to consider it. That's the first point. And secondly, we'll say, obviously, not just stop, but let us work together and see how best we can come up with a solution. So I'm very positive that once we engage multi-choice with the support and the mandate of the workers, we'll come up with something that's very sharp that can assist to minimize the impact that could be as it, it, as it were. Obri Chabalala, General Secretary of Communications, Communications Workers Union. Thank you very much and good luck to you. Thank you very much for having us. All Thanks, right. Obri. We'd love to take your thoughts on that. O double one eight.